Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to our podcast. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where we take cocktails and unsolved mysteries, put them together, and you listen to the results. Um, <laughs> cocktails one, mysteries nil. <laughs> that used to be my favorite thing when I was a kid. I'd hear the the, the, the teams, scores. the football scores. I just love the intonation Whoa! of the the weird, no, team, the weird team names as well. Yeah. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday. I was like, Sheffield Wednesday? Wednesday. Charlton Athletic. Charlton Athletic. Sheffield Wednesday, nil. West Bromwich Albion. (laughs) Because that was total warm-up to Generation Game. Yep. Then Noel's House Party. Then Only Fools and Horses. Go to bed. (laughs) What a night of TV, though. That's fucking Big Break was on before Generation Game, actually. Yeah, I think Big Break was in there, yeah. Big Break's a pool one, isn't it? Snooker. 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 That All right. Was. Okay. Wow. Well, mate, Masood, I'm I'm sorry to the listeners that you had to hear Masood just shit himself in public like that. Wow. Wow. Open the door. Get <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> and then just fucking strut out. I just fucking strut out. <laughs> Start out. It's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. By the end of the day, all the kids were shitting themselves. <laughs> Masood, you've got to do Can you that. Imagine on being stage. the teacher. Just be class. like. Just be like, oh, oh just because Masood did it doesn't mean you all have to. Just a, oh, oh, you're, oh, you're all at it, are you? You're all at it. <laughs> if Masood shot himself, which, oh, okay, yeah, answer to that question. Are you yes. all? All just, all just crapping ourselves in the classroom, is it? <laughs> Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on. The rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. So, uh, what are we? What are we drinking today? What do we got? I've got a flying Ooh. saucer. That looks very nice, Chris. What is? The, what's in their flying saucer? Okay, full disclosure. Flying saucer. It's not a full. Milk. It's not a flying saucer. It's um, my know. attempt at making a flying saucer with what I had in. So ah. a, 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 yeah, a flying saucer is meant to be bourbon, cognac, and orange brandy. Oh yeah, okay. I do not have orange brandy. So oh. what I've done is I've that was used... not the ingredient I expected you to not have. For some reason, I was like, <laughs> I thought you would have orange brandy anyway. Well, no, no, no. So I, what I did was I, instead, with apologies, I I did bourbon, brandy, and Cointreau. Okay, but I did I did one and a half. Of what I should have done with the brandy, and then half a measure of Cointreau. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that 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 makes more than makes up for it. That sounds sounds yeah. quite nice, though. It is very nice. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, delicious. Ooh. What about you, Suze? What have you got? Why? <clears throat> why is it called a flying saucer? Yeah. Do what's we know? the What's the origin? I don't know why it's called a flying saucer. Actually, it's because it's from space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cocktails called a flying saucer. Actually. Oh. oh okay. Is there any that got sherbet in? 
because that sounds nice. Um, oh, is that the, is that the, that's the thing that's made with like that weird dissolving stuff? I see what yeah, you mean. Yeah, it's like rice yeah. paper yeah. with sherbet. Yeah, there was one that was, it was called something else, then it had it had sherbet in it, and I was like, well, I haven't got any sherbet, sherbet cocktail. Oh, I want to have that. Why does no one do a sherbet cocktail? <laughs> I want to go and have one right now. Uh, well, what are you drinking? Let me tell you what, what I've have, got. Sis? I've made up a drink called a Magento. Mag- I like that name. <laughs> Magento. It's, it's skirting on the fine lines of being a racial slur as well. That <laughs> name, because yeah. we don't know what's in it yet. So I like the yeah. idea mm. that Suze has got it to mojito, but with mint, and we have to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, Magento. That's Suze. <laughs> no, it's a Magento. It's Robinson's lime and mint squash that they do. Mm-hmm. Crushed ice. Bit of lime juice and gin. Ah, magento. Magento coming over That's here, good. taking our jobs. Those magentos. It's a real, like it's a super. It's basically a gimlet. Yeah. Bloody magentos. It's basically a, a gimlet, but with mint. That sounds. Uh, and, and, nice. and like a, a mm. like a um, more of a cloudy cordial than the bright green one. Yeah. But yeah, it's really nice. Mm. That sounds very delicious. And it tastes like a mojito with a bit more edge, basically. Yeah, I, that's the thing I always find with mojitos. Is like, I do like rum, but I quite like the mm. bite of gin. So it's I like, see. I didn't need to add any sugar to this because I was like, I want an edgy drink. Yeah, an edgy drink. Ooh, what did you say? Drink? Ooh, cancel culture. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you know what? If we had made these drinks twenty years ago, <laughs> uh, they, they, yeah, absolutely. There's no way we could make these drinks today. Yeah, I could. No, the, this drink that I made twenty minutes ago couldn't have made this now. <laughs> Yeah. What are you drinking? Masoud? Let's do a podcast. Oh, oh yeah, this is so. It's called a French Negroni, but I think the the name <gasps> Negroni is French anyway. But also, Negroni is it? I think Italian so. actually. Oh no, it is Italian. Italian. Yeah, I thought it was Italian because it's, it's Italian. got Campari in it. Hasn't it? So this is um, it's brandy. Masoud, <laughs> yeah, you don't know shit, Masoud. You're supposed to be the cocktail <laughs> Masoud guy. Masoud thinks he knows everything about cocktails. <laughs> no, but I know cocktails, Masoud. But I know them because <laughs> I drink them. <laughs> um, so it's brandy. And Campari and sweet vermouth, and it's Ooh. all right actually. It's like slightly chocolatey, I would say. Like there's a so hint of like a chocolatey flavor. Brandy, Campari, sweet vermouth. Mm. So you, that oh. is basically that's a Negroni with brandy instead of gin. Yeah, that sounds nice. Um, so Chris, what do you have for us uh, today? What okay, you, so it's got two names. Cards? You can decide Ooh. which one you like the most. Tit City. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. It's either called the hill abduction, or hill abduction. it's called the Zeta reticuli incident. Oh, that's good. Oh, I like that one. The Zeta reticuli incident. Zeta I think, reticuli. Let's go with that I think one, incident, the Zeta reticuli incident. Incident is fun, because incident implies like, yeah, there's a lot of mystery around that. Incident. The incident. The Zeta... Yes, the Zeta reticuli incident. Reticuli is, incident. Um, I am. I, I've got a feeling that you won't know it as that, but you'll you'll know the story or have heard of it. Okay. Okay. September 1961. Okay. There's a couple, Barney and Betty Hill. Hmm. Oh. A New Hampshire, September 1961. They are abducted by aliens. Oh. I was going to say, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. This does sound familiar. Yeah. And they say they were kidnapped. They say they were kidnapped. Yeah. Well, by the aliens or just, they're like, no, no, we were just kidnapped. (laughs) What I find like really fascinating about the hills, obviously you've got this thing that like, maybe they were, they weren't, but they say they were abducted by aliens. Mm. But also they were so, they were a progressive couple. Okay. 
Oh, yes, of course. When Betty then was a white race. woman. Barney was a black man. Ah. This was 1961 and they were married. Yeah. So Barney was born in 1922 and uh, Betty was born in 1919. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An so older woman. It was not common at this point. No. Well, in some states, it was probably still illegal. They lived in Portsmouth. Uh, New Hampshire. Oh. Portsmouth, New oh. Hampshire. <laughs> the other uh, Portsmouth. He was, he was a postal worker. Mm-hmm. She was a social worker. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> and they were active <laughs> members in the NAACP. Oh. Ah. It's considered quite a liberal state. Mm. It's on the East Coast. So actually, but, there would have been quite... But still, mm. 61. He sat on the, uh, the local board for the uh, Commission on Civil Rights. Oh, wow. Mm. The incident was... On September the 19th, 1961, around 10.30pm, they were driving back to Portsmouth from a vacation in Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. They'd, been, uh, oh, nice. they'd actually been in Montreal, stopped by Niagara Falls, and then were carrying on home. Oh, lucky for and some. Just, just south of Lancaster, yeah. which is also in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. Not the Lancaster <laughs> there's a lot, here. There's a, there's a lot of place names in the United States that are duplicates from over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, New so York, just, more like just south of Lancaster, another one. <laughs> Betty claimed to see a uh, bright light in the sky that went from below the moon and 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 Jupiter uh, but but then up to so around the moon from her the way she was looking. okay yeah um, mm. uh, they were on route three don't know whether that means anything to you it doesn't to me uh, it's a road I yeah. reckon yeah I reckon it's a big road <laughs> oh quite a long it's one it's the third road it's a third it's a third route what do you reckon route one route one is a saying yeah route two is a road route three is a road she said it looked like she was seeing a a, a shooting star but it was going upwards instead right uh, ah. She said it moved erratically, it got bigger and brighter. And then she said to Barney, stop the car. We'll stop the car, have a look. And also, we can walk the dog, Delcy. They had a dog named Delcy. Oh, I love that they had a dog. Barney pulled over and they looked through binoculars and she, uh, Betty observed an odd-shaped craft flashing multicoloured lights travelling across the face of the moon. Now, wow. Okay. Betty's sister had several years earlier said that she'd seen a UFO yeah so Betty was like maybe I, maybe this is a UFO as well and then through binoculars Barney saw what he looked like a commercial airliner traveling uh, to Vermont on its way to Montreal oh, okay but then okay. then he changed his mind because without looking uh, as if it had turned direction it rapidly descended in his direction so <gasps> it was basically not in the, not not in the point in the sky that he thought it was oh right and then it just sort of I came see. towards him and then that that caused him to realize this object that he thought was a plane was not a plane. Right. Uh, they quickly ran to their car and drove toward a narrow mountainous stretch of road. They kept driving along this. It was isolated, but they were going very slowly because it was a precarious road. But also they wanted to keep their eye on the object. Yeah, it was coming even closer. totally. And then at one point it passed above a restaurant and signal tower on top of Cannon Mountain. Uh, and Betty testified that it was at least one and a half times the length of the cliff profile. So it was huge. So it was about oh, 40, holy uh, 40 shit. feet. Yeah. 40 feet long and it was rotating. The mm-hmm. couple watched as it silently uh, moved erratically and bounced back and forth. Whoa. Bloody hell. They kept going and then one mile south of Indian Head, they said that it descended rapidly towards their vehicle and it caused Barney to stop in the middle of the highway. And then it hovered approximately 80 to 100 feet above their car. Yeah. And it filled the entire field of view in the windshield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barney carried a gun. Um, yeah, as, which, as I mean, you know, it's a sixty. It's not unusual in America, but also he's a black man in the early sixties in America. Yeah, mm. 
of course he should carry a gun yeah uh, yeah so he uh, he, he put it in his pocket you. he stepped away from the car and he moved closer to it and then using the binoculars he said that he saw eight to eleven humanoid figures peering out of the craft's windows Ooh. in unison all but one of them moved to what appeared to be a panel on the rear wall of the hallway that encircled the front portion of the craft the one remaining figure continued to look at him and communicated a message telling him to stay where you are and keep looking. I don't know how he communicated that. <laughs> well, maybe it's like when I had my dream about with Michael Palin, but carry on. Barney uh, had a recollection of seeing of, of seeing these humanoid forms wearing glossy black uniforms and black caps. What, like Nazis? <laughs> Space Nazis. Space, Space Nazis, they went to the moon. Holy and shit. And 1961 would be prime time for a movie like that. Absolutely. Space yes. Nazis. <laughs> Space Nazis. Uh, uh, so then the craft came closer and, it pro- and Barney said it was within 50 to 80 feet overhead and about 300 feet away from him. And then he reported this to uh, the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena a month later. And he said that the beings were somehow not human. I reckon they have a UFO line. They have like they have like the regular line, and then they have like a UFO line. It's like a red phone. They're like, ah, oh, there it well, goes when you again. Nine one one. Yeah, you've got four options, haven't you? Yeah, fire, ambulance, police, UFOs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We never wait that long, so we always just go ambulance. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one's listened to the fourth option. <laughs> it's like just be patient, and you'll. Well, get we have to, to ring one one one, and we're on the phone for fucking ages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they can't get through to the UFO help. <laughs> He tore the binoculars away from his eyes, ran back to the car, and he was near hysterical. He told Betty, they're going to capture us. Jesus. He saw the object shift location again directly above the vehicle. He drove away at high speed, telling Betty to keep her eye on the object. She rolled down the window, looked up, and almost immediately they heard a rhythmic series of beeping and buzzing, which they said seemed to bounce off the trunk of their vehicle. The car vibrated. There was a tingling sensation. They passed through their bodies. They then said that they experienced the onset of an altered state of consciousness that left their minds dulled. And then a second series of the same beeping and buzzing noises returned the couple to full consciousness. But when that happened, so they sort of like went a bit woozy and then came to. Yeah. But at that point, they travelled 35 miles south, but didn't remember doing so. What? The last time. I always hear that. The last time, which is, yeah, yeah. apparently a common thing in alien abduction. Yeah. I only know of that because of the X-Files, but yes. (laughs) Well, it's funny you should say the X-Files, Masood, because this story directly inspired an episode of the x Oh, oh. called Jose Chung's From Outer Space. Oh. Ah. Season 3 episode. One of the one of the best loved episodes of the X-Files apparently. Mm. It is a I fun show. It. I do enjoy watching it like if, if it's sort of on or around I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll check it out." It's a very white show, but that's no one's fault because it was the 90s. <laughs> it's very 90s. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. But it, it's still pretty I will good. I will do a rewatch of it at some point, I think. I quite enjoy it. <clears throat> it's it's You know when it came back a few years ago? Oh yeah. yeah. And they did they did two new seasons. Yes. They did two so, whole new seasons. Yeah, so I didn't watch I didn't watch the second of those, but I did watch the first one. Yeah. Mm. And I was a little bit like, it's okay. It's not. There was one really terrible one. Yeah. There was one really good one, and then the others were just sort of like, yeah, it's typical Xbox. Yeah, just, there is a kind uh, of okay. uh, there, there's kind of the it's that classic network show of monster of the week, coupled with like overarching story, coupled with like a couple of multi-parters. That's the kind of yeah. run that it goes via. But it went. It went. Uh, it got too bogged down in its. Own lore conspiracy yeah. arc, didn't yeah. It? Oh my it forgot god, to do, it forgot to do the monster of the week. Yeah, yeah. There were some episodes you're like, Oh, this nonsense again. Here we go. Yeah, 
One of there's um, one episode that sticks out to me that is an episode I've not seen all the way through, and I think it's also one of the weakest ones where they're like there's a hurricane and they go to like some shelter and there's like some weird squid creature in the vents, and for some reason I remember that episode and the one with Deep Roy. Those are the only two okay, episodes so I remember. We've spoken Deep about Roy Deep Roy episode. before. He's in the he's in the dog episode. Uh, yeah, because I was convinced. Masood's right, but I remember my memory of the Deep Roy character is that he was a recurring character that was in throughout the history of the show, but he wasn't. He was in one episode in like the later seasons. Yeah, it's because he's terrifying. I, like, That's why. Yeah, he made such an impact on me that I remember him being, and I wasn't that young either in the Doggett era. Like, oh, but he made such an impact that I remembered him just being this sort of like just there the all the time. Yeah, throughout, yeah. he'd crop up occasionally. Yeah. Do you remember the one where they have uh, the, the, those four? You think it's like they're monsters, but they're actually humans, and they just have an incestuous relationship with their mum that they keep under the bed. No, Jesus, I haven't seen that. that no, one? I don't remember that Dark one. Dark as fuck. That one. That's a fucking terrifying episode. I mean, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna seek that episode out. And it's watch called that. Home. It's called just Home. Google the X Files Home. Oh God. Oh. Um, I'm gonna Google that one. The uh, X Files episode Home. Um, it's horrible. There's a uh, directly. I've, I've given away the twist, unfortunately, but like. It's, no, I'll still watch it and go. I will still um, go. Here's the thing, Chris. I don't know if you know this about me, but I will get into anything. That if if even if I know the ending, I will still be fooled, and I'll be like. <gasps> yeah. So sometimes when like you tell Masuda story, like he will react mm. and make you feel like you're the best at storytelling. Do you know what I mean? That's my thing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is your thing. So you tell Masuda's story, the way he reacts is like, I'm the best at telling stories. I tell yeah. stories. No other, no other person on the fucking planet. When you actually watch something, do you react like that out loud yeah. to the... To the room. You do you? I have. I've done that. I've done that by Whoa! myself. I've been like... He's in cinemas going... I, we watched um, Hereditary and I was I was watching most of it through my fingers and I was just like, I was like <laughs> slapping the, the, the fucking seat thing and I was just like, I was shifting uncomfortably and Sarah's like... The seat thing? You know, the little arm, uh, the armrest. The armrest. The little armrest thing. <laughs> so you couldn't think of the name of Were you armrest. tapping the person in front of you on the shoulder? It's like, excuse me, <laughs> mate, is this real? Are you watching? Is this this real? is crazy. And Sarah's like, are you okay? Do you want to leave? I'm like, no, 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 let's finish the movie. <laughs> I was just like... Sarah, please. But yeah, no, I get, I mean, my mum, like, I said my mom I forgot my, I was talking to my sister about this and she said don't you remember my mom also goes like <laughs> she does that <laughs> <laughs> gets up grabs you oh it's terrible yeah no no I'm I will in the room and, and I laugh at things out loud in the room if it's funny uh, if it's really funny if it's really funny it can't be like sometimes I don't but if it's really funny I will I've gotten out of the I've gotten up paused what I'm watching <laughs> laughed in the room walked around while laughing and then, like, had to come. Masood, that's ridiculous. Shaking your head like that. Yeah, no, I've done that. Yeah, I've, I've been like, <laughs> oh, this show. No, this is crazy. This show is <laughs> all kinds of crazy. Oh, I do, I do like my stories. I do like my stories. <laughs> like, I like my stories. I story. do like my stories. Sarah's like, Masood, that's great, but can we finish this episode on the block? <laughs> <laughs> I do love my stories. Masood, it's just, it's just Hattie Dougie. Like, <laughs> 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 We were talking about this incident and it reminds me of two things firstly i think i remember exactly where i read about this incident and it was when i was about 10 i had one of those like books that we all had one of these books where it was like weird mysteries and it had like a picture of a spider on the front or something like that and 
<laughs> it was, and it had like a bunch of myths and unsolved things. One of them was the Jersey yeah. Devil, and one of them yeah. was this. One of them was this case, and I was like, oh, "It's a shit. famous one, isn't it?" Betty and Barney Hill. Isn't he dead? He died in 1969. So, but he, as in, yeah, as in, he died quite soon after. after the, it. I was not yeah, that soon like, after it. I think okay. he died about eight years after it, and he was forty-six. Okay. Wow, not even oh. now. Um, Barney. He, uh, I, I, I think it was a brain hemorrhage, but I will check that mm. fact. But that was the love of her life. She died in 2004. Jesus. She was 85. Wow. She was 85. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, made it. Yeah, she... You made it, Betty. <laughs> she just kept going. Whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's usually what happens, yeah. though. The, the man dies and the, and the women just plow yeah, on. He might have been an awesome. Yeah, it's like, he's been holding me back. This is now, now I'm hitting my stride. Yeah, um, now I get to live my life. Immediately afterwards. So they lost uh, their time they, and they're, they're 30 miles well, yeah, south. Yeah, so, but then they said that they, they didn't tell anyone for a while, but um, uh, apparently arriving home at about dawn, mm. they said that they had weird sensations and impulses that they couldn't explain. Oh. Okay. Now, that is... What a great excuse for behaviour that's out of the ordinary. Mm. We got abducted by aliens on the way home. I was out of sorts. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, so she, she started saying, we've got to keep our luggage by the back door, not in the main part of the house. Okay. Apparently, she put that down to have been abducted by aliens. The watches didn't work again. <laughs> it's not like the batteries went or anything. Oh, that's a, that's uh, a no, classic no. Um, UFO thing, though. The watches stop working. No, they rattle a watch by it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bar- Barney said that the leather strap for the binoculars was torn, but... He didn't tear it, so who did? Mm-hmm. The um, dog. The soles of his best dress shoes were scraped. But he Not his best that. dress um, shoes. How's he going to go to next, church? <laughs> this next thing, I think it's big enough to be the reason that this whole story has come about. Okay. Okay. The reason this is famous. Yeah. yeah. Barney also said that uh, he felt a compulsion to examine his genitals in the bathroom. Oh, okay. that's no one ever does that. Nope. So... Um, I mean, I don't even like it when I'm taking a shower. I don't even look down. I look straight ahead. Masood has like, you know when women have a cesarean, they have a curtain up so they can't see all their guts being put in bowls on I that. put a curtain right? just he above my crotch. Basically, he has a tutu made of shower curtain. Yeah. So I can't look down. He's like, uh, Sarah, have you put my shower curtain? She's like, it's, it's over, over there. there. I get dressed with a towel around my... I don't even, don't even see it when I put my boxes on. Mm-hmm. Towel around, don't even yeah. see it. Um... <laughs> Put them on and then breathe sorrow. There are dozens of us, Suze. Masoods are never They took long showers to remove contamination that they felt was on their bodies. On their bodies? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they tried to reconstruct the chronology of events that, uh, from as they witnessed the UFO to them arriving home, but they couldn't. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do that because of lost time. But as soon as they tried to remember stuff, they heard the sounds again, the buzzing sounds. Uh, okay. They went to sleep for a few hours. She awoke and placed the shoes and clothing that she'd worn during that drive into her closet. And then she saw that the dress Mm. was torn at the hem, the zipper and the lining. When she she got the items back out of the closet, she noticed a pinkish powder on the dress. She hung the dress on her clothesline and the pink powder blew away, but the dress was irreparably damaged. So she threw Mm. it away. But then she changed her mind. And she'll get back in her closet. Basically, this is the most boring alien abduction story I've ever heard. I was going to say, yeah, that's very tedious. So, over the years, five laboratories did conduct chemical and forensic analysis on the dress. Okay. And what what was the... I can't believe they gave it credit. I can't really find what they found anything on the dress. Because I'll tell you why. I don't think they did find anything on the dress. Because I think this is all... Basically, the reason I said... (laughs) Yes, of course it is. The reason I said that... Barney going to the bathroom to examine his genitals is the reason for this whole story is that I think after a long drive he wanted to go and knock one out. Yeah. Um, it's a long his, drive. And his, and his wife 
was disgusted by that, but she was still half asleep from a really long journey, so he made up this story of her being toxic by aliens. It was all because Barney was like, I got a nut! I got a nut! I think, I think it's because Barney wanted a whack. I do. Yeah. I think it is. Because it all feels very leading, so everything else that happens afterwards, okay, so bear in mind, like, we've all been there on a really long drive, and you're sort of, like, half asleep, and then you wake up occasionally, and it's all dark outside, you don't know what you yeah. saw. The person driving can say whatever they want. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He's like, I wasn't having a wank, it was aliens. Uh, alien. I had to go and check, my, go and check my, my boy, because of the alien abduction. Of the aliens. They could have They could have been touching, touching my boy. So actually, this is a story about sexual moors in 1961. Don't call them moors, Sue. No, se- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my Chris, God, that cut is, that. No, that's staying and that's very funny. I really like that. Uh, in ni- in the in the era that was 1961, um, you know, now if It'd I had be a husband, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It really is science fiction. I don't mean my husband, but like if I went, oh yeah, my husband wax off, <laughs> like it happens. Yeah. Wax on. No, people are just wax like off. wax on, wax off. I would just go, you know, you'd be like, yeah, and people go, well, yeah. But in 1961, it would be like, <gasps> a sin. Yeah. Oh, with a... So ridiculous. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. And he just went, he was like, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I need to examine <laughs> my penis because it's <laughs> covered in alien goo. <laughs> look, and he went, oh, look, there's pink powder all over your dress. And it's like handfuls of washing powder. And he's going, it's, <laughs> nest, it's, it's, it's Nesquik. Look at the state of you. Yeah, it's strawberry Nesquik. <laughs> So he's basically getting, his, like, getting his... He wasn't jerking off. Well, it was aliens. So it was after the UFO encounter. She started having a series of vivid dreams. And she was like, I've never had dreams so vivid. But they only lasted for five nights. And they never returned again. But they were so vivid that she kept thinking about them afterwards and afterwards and afterwards. Um, mm. When she mentioned them to Barney, he was sympathetic, but he wasn't concerned. Now, yeah, because he jerked off five nights ago. And he's like, you're still talking <laughs> about the fucking aliens? This is, this is what I mean. Okay, so... In November, she began writing down the details of the dreams that she could remember. And then that's right. when it started to get investigated and all of these things started. Like, okay. started. Oh now, Barney God, was like, I, don't, was I actually don't think they were aliens. And the reason he sat there, he's like, what is, the, what, is the, <laughs> what, is the, what is the context here? He wanted to knock one out. She caught him yeah. in the bathroom yeah. and came up with this story about the aliens because she was half asleep. And then it scared her so much that she kept thinking that she'd been abducted by aliens and he had to be like... She sounds like a pain in the arse. We weren't really abducted by aliens. but never I'll go with it, haven't I? Oh, my God. Betty, I was saying hi to my mom. (laughs) Imagine that every time he's like, God, that's that's what one wank has cost me. Unbelievable. this This is why... It is also called the Zeta Reticuli incident. Is that what he calls his penis? The Zeta no. Reticuli? No. It's because she was writing down all of these details about the dreams. Right. In the dream, she picked up a book. And this was under yeah. hypnosis, I think, that she picked up a book with rows of strange symbols that the leader said she could take home with her after the abduction. Abduction. She asked oh, take any book ca- on the shelf. What, like, like fucking Lebowski and the Big Lebowski? Take any rug in the house. <laughs> she was drawing it under hypnosis. She asked where he right. came from. And then mm. apparently, this is like in the vision, the alien leader pulled down an instructional map dotted with stars. Which yeah. she oh, saying that. where they were from, right. It's an actual star system. Oh, so she actually oh, yeah, drew a star aliens. called the Zeta Reticulis. Uh, the Zeta uh, Reticulis. Okay. It, no, this makes sense because aliens who travelled across... 
various universes to get to us for some reason, they would use just a really um, simple star chart. Uh, 100%. <laughs> of course they would. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Not some advanced this crazy computer. Sense, Betty. That, like... She's so desperate for her husband not to have been <laughs> She's like, and then... it was aliens, and and they stared with a star chart, and also they said that I was a very beautiful woman, and that if it was me, they would never need to jerk off. They, they just, just take yeah, all they, this yeah. way from Zeta Reticuli. It's uh, what all that way? That's quite far for them to shoot. It's, uh, what? It's thirty-nine point three light so years hot. away from Earth. I don't know what a light. I don't understand. Okay, what so it's, it's, that's how long light, light, years light takes. Is, uh, light takes a year to travel it, so it's a long way. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. You know, how do I fathom that? Um, uh, it so would take them. How can I? If they're traveling at the speed of light, it would have taken them nearly forty years to get here. And but, the speed of light is incredibly quick, Sue. It's really it's incredibly quick. quick. So then, unless they're traveling with like some weird faster than light, whatever, they would get there really quickly. But it seems weird that she just like randomly drew this thing. <sighs> you you are rolling your eyes, I think, Sue, and you're sighing. But I'm sick of this. This <laughs> is a really good example for why a lot of these UFO stories are patently bollocks because it takes such a long yeah. time to get to earth for these creatures that why would they just go to remote parts of the Americas? oh they always go to america and pick up yeah two ding-dongs two ding-dongs that's what it is yeah it's two fucking these two idiots these two fucking idiots <laughs> this couple they weren't idiots at all though were they like they, it sounds like they did a lot yeah, of yeah they were very so progressive she's like uh, you weren't wanking were you and he's like uh sure i wasn't uh, no i was <laughs> it was aliens, it was aliens. amazing it's like I always think that yeah it's like this, why would they this... fly all this way to just like people are still compelled basi- by basically the aliens are doing the equivalent of Bill Murray coming up to people putting his hands over their eyes and then telling them no one will ever believe no you believe and then you. running away that's yeah. just, like, you it turn just seems at like a party and there's an alien just doing the dishes <laughs> and the aliens like <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So the drive should have taken four hours, but apparently they arrived seven hours after their departure from where they're getting. So it, it basically the lost time thing. Um, yeah. They don't remember anything of the 35 miles they were supposedly driven after they've been abducted. Um, and 
they decided to go. But that's her notes. testimony they're taking it from. And he's also going like, uh, yeah, nothing happened. The subject of hypnosis was suggested in order to elicit previously irretrievable memories. Barney was apprehensive. <laughs> they So he was at, against hypnosis. He was apprehensive about the hypnosis. Yeah. Um, but he thought... <laughs> what, if he, what if under hypnosis I reveal that I, I was having a whack? Having a whack. Um, <laughs> I'm saying hi to my monster. <laughs> but, uh, There's an alien right here in my pants. <laughs> he, he didn't want to... Yeah, he was apprehensive about hypnosis, but he thought it might help Betty put to rest what he had started describing as the nonsense about her dreams. The nonsense about... Oh, Jesus. Barney. He'd have been better off going, wow, Betty, that's yeah. so interesting. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like so sick of her bullshit. Yeah. But they did start. They did start telling people like in the community a year later, and then the story became like uh, or a year and a half after that. They publicly discussed for the first time their UFO encounter. Right. Um, okay. And Barney did go under hypnosis, and he recalled under hypnosis. He recalled witnessing non-human figures, and he got quite emotional, uh, punctuated with fear, emotional experts and incredulity. Uh, and he mm. said that due to mm. his fear, he kept his eyes closed for much of the abduction and physical examination. And then under hypnosis, uh, he reported that the binocular strap had been broken when he ran from the UFO back to the car. Uh-huh. Oh, he recalled okay. driving the car away from the UFO, but that afterwards he felt irresistibly compelled to pull off the road and drive into the woods. He there sighted six I men have a wank. standing <laughs> in the dirt road. The car stalled. Yeah, this is actually, maybe this is just a dogging story. He pulled over, there were six <laughs> yeah, men there. They were the original doggers. Yeah, he pulled over, there were six like... men there. They were standing in the dirt road. The car stalled and three of the men approached the car. They told Barney mm-hmm. not to fear them. He was anxious, though. <laughs> uh, he reported oh, these to the leader, so... told Barney, shh, close your eyes. Close your eyes. <laughs> While hypnotised by, he said, I felt like the eyes had pushed into my eyes. Oh. Oh. Are they sort of... I I thought they might have been sort of men in black type figures. Although they're... they're oh, yeah. That, would, that so, would scan and go with that conspiracy theory of men in black, wouldn't it? Yeah. The thing about the men, in, the men in black is that they're kind of aliens in very poor human disguises is sort of how they're, they they come across. I think there's a great episode of uh, last podcast where they talk about it. And there's one one of them who's... Who's like, he keeps saying like, uh, excuse me, uh, there appears to be something wrong with my lips. Who And one of the men in black has basically put lipstick on in place of actual lips, but he keeps <laughs> licking them off as he's talking. You're like, oh God, that sounds terrifying. But yes, I, I thought that's where you're going with that, is that these six men, after, upon seeing the aliens, were men in mm. black to kind of go, ah, well, you've not seen anything, don't worry. Memory. Yeah. But then of course, this. this story is such a prominent one in terms of, ufology and alien abduction that it could mm. be the, the the kernel of a lot of popular culture yes the and, lore and so like yeah maybe UFOs. the men in black came out of these men that he saw in mm. the woods and the alien abductions then got repeated there is one thing that he sketched under hypnosis one of the aliens and it looked exactly like an alien from the twilight zone that had had 12 weeks previously ah, so it's like oh dear. you know <clears throat> there's a lot of suggestion oh, etc okay this is this would be like if i <laughs> If I went and pitched like a story and I was like, yeah, it's called Abe's Odyssey. <laughs> it's about this little guy who works in a factory that uh, all his friends are like have to work there for free and it sucks. I or or like when you were in high school, <laughs> they were like, "Is this just a PlayStation game that you saw recently?" And I'm like, "No, no I was wanking." <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'll have you know that I was wanking. <laughs> I was actually wanking. So um, or like that kid in, in high school who would write a story for English that was the story from a video game they just played, <laughs> and you're like, "Yes, um, 
you can't. I was that child. I was also that child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's called Zonic. Uh, yeah, it's called President Evil. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it seems like it sort of, this seems to be like the nexus point of a lot of yeah. um, UFO stuff. It became all like from, the subject All from a... one wank. <laughs> well, incredible. it became the subject of a lot of books and then, like, yeah. episodes of stuff. And like she drew this star chart, this star map as well. So yeah. they were like, oh, well. And th- th- she said it was actually trade routes between stars. Oh, galaxies and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, well, th- that's um, that's interesting because that predates The Phantom Menace by 38 yes. years. And we all know how much of how much kids love hearing about fucking trade routes. Every child's favourite in the uh, old Star Wars uh, canon. canon mm-hmm. is uh, uh, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace is the old trade routes. What's that? Trade routes? I'm fucking in. Mm. Actually, the Phantom Menace isn't necessarily about trade routes. It's about taxation on the use of certain Yeah, trade it's, routes. it's oh, even that's more right. boring. It's not even about going I, to you know, Space I, Brexit is what it is. Space Brexit. <laughs> if the film actually, like, because it does, it does it a bit and then it does the regular Star Wars thing. I love it if the film went yeah. whole hog and, like, for the one hour oh. and 40 minutes was, like, like, proper fucking deep in it and it, like, it became this, like, fucking... And by the end of it, I know I'd be like, wow, actually, that was quite good. I, yeah, I if, if, if it lent into it so much that it was the West Wing in space, then yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. then we'd be like, it's the best in the, it's the best in the Jar Jar uh, Binks is still in it. Is the- <laughs> yeah, Jar Jar Binks is like the hapless post boy. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is kind of like, is, is like Charlie from West Wing. <laughs> is, like, <laughs> is there any more to this, Chris? Uh, there- they went back to their regular lives after they went through the hypnosis sessions, mm. but they were quite happy to discuss the, UFO encounter with anybody that asked them, but they didn't go and seek publicity, so they didn't chase okay. it. But if anybody asked them, they'd happily talk about it. And they ended up on the okay. front page of uh, a few newspapers and the uh, National Enquirer. Obviously, it became <laughs> the subject of a, a couple of books later in life. Betty claimed to have seen a UFO number of times after the um, initial abduction. After uh, her husband had died, or uh, yeah, before? yeah. So he died of uh, uh, cerebral hemorrhage. In 1969, and she died of cancer in 2004. And oh. she didn't remarry after he died oh. either. So uh, she claimed to see some more, but then what, like similar kind of things, or uh, yeah, just but, but this is the thing. Like she just say, claimed to have seen UFOs, and anyone can say that. Um, yeah. Uh, mm. What what happens here is where you've got somebody that's willing to go along with your story. That's it, isn't it? Is... Uh, uh, f- full disclosure: I don't think they were abducted by aliens. Um, so. What? No, hang wait, on. Wait, right, Chris, beep, beep, on. back whoa, up. Whoa, 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 either, whoa, whoa. either, either they just they were on it together and they were like, just tell people this happened, or yeah. he spun a story mm. for something that she got into and then he felt he couldn't extricate himself from it, or her dreams were so vivid that he was indulging her. But I don't think that because um, basically his behaviour implied that he didn't really believe it. So mm. it's one of those two, I think. And actually, I'm quite. I'm going to lean into the, the, the wanking theory because I'm like, I, 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 mean, I, my I, I just love that to be the solution to one of our mysteries. It's just like, it was a, it was a oh, wank. She's like, she's like bleary eyed waking up going, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I was a Dr. Maylene's and I had to look at my bollocks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, he, then, and then she was like, what do you mean? And he's like, don't you remember? We were driving along and this happened. And then she was asleep for most mm. of the journey and like, yeah. she's malleable and. Chris, we were about to say it's a wank gone wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to say it was a wank that snowballed. (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey, squidge, squidge! Hey. Oh, but what a what a dirty act! Um, <laughs> filthy, filthy. 
one of the uh, hypnotist's conclusions was that it was a fantasy derived from the dreams that she'd been having and he was going along mm. with it, which he could mm. have been doing without really believing it, I guess. Um, yeah. The other thing as well is that even like to be kind is that maybe she became delusional and was believing all of this and he didn't want to... If he was thinking that she had a fragile mental state, he didn't want to smash it. He yeah, might have indulged right. her yeah. and sort of like gone along with it and being like, yeah, okay, yeah. No, we were there. I remember that as well. And But no, I don't think. It feels very much like, I imagine if they were on TV, she would be like talking and it would cut to him and it'd be like, yeah. No, <laughs> he'd, just, he'd only just go, yeah. yeah. I don't know you, if anybody is familiar with MMA and mixed martial arts. And that feels I, like I've, a non-secretary, doesn't it? it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll beat the shit out of either of you. Okay, so I the reason smash. I'm saying it is because there is a, an MMA fighter who is the granddaughter of these cu- of this couple. Oh! Uh, so I didn't know they had kids. For some reason, I just thought they had that stupid dog. Yeah, so uh, did I. I was like, they didn't have kids. They're just, yeah. So uh, Angela Hill mm-hmm. is she's an MMA fighter. Angela Hill in the strawweight division. She was uh, she's 36. Right, uh, that's my age. And as of May this year, she's number 12 in the UFC women's strawweight ranking. Wow. Holy shit. And she is a granddaughter of Barney and Betty Hill. Wow. Oh, I want to know what she thinks of it. She's like, yeah, my grandparents are weird and I never met my granddad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dynasty continues. If you actually look at it, one of the things that they were known for, it says here, they are the Beth, Betty and Barney Hill, they are known for to be the first claimants of alien abduction. Oh, that's was, interesting. Yeah, I always thought it was sooner than that. Like, that seems really... But the 60s... Yeah, the 60s is kind of rampant with a lot of, you know, you've got... And this is the well, very early 60s, yeah. The other thing I think is really interesting is is that, to go back to the fact, I don't want to make a meal of it or anything, but they are a mixed-race mm-hmm. couple in the early 60s. Like, they yeah. don't want to... Like, they wouldn't be drawing attention to themselves in this no, way. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. That, that makes it... But it might explain why he was so reticent to... Yeah. The, the, yeah. Let's not say anything. Yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. But I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a hell of a story to be the first ones to do it. But we've been through this before with, like, um, poltergeists in the 19th century. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, Where it's just... maybe they just think, maybe maybe we'll get away with people believing this. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think I'd like to think that it was a... As you said, Chris, like, she... He, he got quite having a wank. She was like, what's going on? And he's like, Ugh. and then like, maybe she was a bit fragile at the time as well. And he's like, I better just keep this up because, uh, yeah, look, you know, like he loves his wife. He's being kind. And then, and then it's, it, it snowballs. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh shit. Because of the implications. Because, <laughs> because of the implications. Um, <laughs> and so he's, yeah, he's sort of, sort of a bit stuck, but then also, it's it's a pretty harmless ride to go on, if you know what I mean. Like it's kind of it's not, it, nobody's really hurt in this indulging of this whole thing. It's just kind of quite no. a fun little jaunt through like a little bit of fame. And like we've got we, we we can thank them for it as well because they've kind of like if they were the first claimants of it, they've contributed mm. to this pop culture narrative of what an alien abduction is. Um, yeah, I was gonna say it reminds me of I and I've never seen the film, but it's there's a film of like based on a true story called i think it's called fire in the sky have you heard of this film it's like it's a fairly famous ish abduction where like three loggers in uh, uh arizona i think it is get abducted by aliens and it's supposed to be quite terrifying the way the film is portrayed but like, that's like quite a in i mean it'd be fun to investigate that one actually at some point Mm. Um, but like that's yeah. that's one that's like fairly prominent in the lore of fucking alien abductions 
along with this one. Like this one is like the first. But yeah, like you said, like you wouldn't have all this stuff around it. You wouldn't have Independence Day. Mm. <laughs> um, there is one thing here because like in um, in 1980, Betty did a talk. Did acid? Did a talk yeah. at the <laughs> National UFO Conference in New York. Oh man! Um, and somebody that was there. Now let's. He wrote for a publication called Skeptical Inquirer. So let's. That's that's where his. That's where he so, put put all of his. So he believed her. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, he said. Uh, he said I was present at the UFO conference in New York City in 1980, at which Betty presented some of the UFOs photos she'd taken. She showed what must have been well over 200 slides, mostly of blips, blurbs, and blobs against a dark background. These were supposed to be UFOs coming in close, chasing a car, landing, etc. After her talk had exceeded about twice its allotted time. <laughs> <laughs> Betty was literally jeered off the stage by what had been at first a very sympathetic audience. This oh, incident, no. witnessed by many of you UFOlogies leaders and top activists, removed any lingering doubts about Betty's credibility. She had none. In 1995, oh. Betty wrote a self-published book, A Common Sense Approach to UFOs. It is filled yeah. with obviously delusional stories, such as seeing entire squadrons of UFOs in flight and a truck levitating above the freeway. Oh, oh, I appreciate Betty. She's like she's like a harmless Tucker Carlson, just grifting away, <laughs> doing um, her thing to make a little bit of money. So this was a guy called Robert Schieffer who wrote for Skeptical Inquirer. He then wrote that as late as 1977, she would go to UFO vigils at least three times a week. And during one, she was joined by a UFO enthusiast called John Oswald, an UFO enthusiast called John oh, Oswald. Oh, wow. When asked about Betty's continuing UFO observations, Oswald said, she's not really seen them, but she's calling them that. On the night... <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy who wants yeah, them to on the way that On Whoa. the night they went out together, he said, she was unable to distinguish between a landed UFO and a streetlight. Oh, dear. Oh, it was a UFO, and she was like, it's just a streetlight. Yeah. Yeah. And then apparently Betty, <laughs> Betty Hill is known for the quote, UFOs are a new science, and our science cannot explain them. That's ah. a good quote. I mean, it's it's you know it's, it's a good fucking quote, but she's a grifting lunatic. Oh, see, that's interesting. Oh. Like even the even the believers are like she's fucking crazy. Yeah, this woman is talking out of her <laughs> ass, mate. Yeah. Are, are there Betty truthers? Are there Betty and Barney truthers? Oh, almost people? certainly. I like I like the idea that there's none, and everyone's just like, oh, that couple that oh, they no, talking no, out of their ass. Absolute mentalist. Mate. Talking pure shine. No, that was a wank yeah. that snowballed. That was. A- <laughs> <laughs> He's, he just wanted to go home and have a big wank. <laughs> and, and He'd been on the road since Niagara Falls. Since Niagara Falls. That'd make he any... was like, I got a Niagara Falls building on my own. <laughs> That'd make anybody horny, okay? It's it's a long, long time. If you want to see a photograph of them two holding... Uh, Chris, finish your sentence. Choose Hold, your next uh, words holding, very hold, carefully. Uh, holding holding Delcy, their dog. Uh, okay. I want to see Delcy. Uh, hang on a minute. I want to see Delcy. I like you the fact that they... Of them. I like the fact that they love <laughs> Delcy so much. <laughs> look at this stupid dog. <laughs> no, do you know what? I take it back. Not look at this stupid dog. It's look at this dog that's going, oh, God, these two are embarrassing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look, yeah, <laughs> look at a... him as well. Like, I swear I wasn't wanking. And she's like, I know you I know honey. what. I know what you did. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the Zeta Reticuli incident. Or the hill abduction. Or um, got caught. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he'd have lived longer if he just admitted in the first place. I was jerking off, okay? Listen, it's uh, it's a long drive. I I, I can't help myself. (laughs) It's a long drive and I'm a horny, horny man. (laughs) He's like, look, just be thankful. I didn't just wake you up to have sex. And she's like, I'm thankful for that every day. (laughs) 
All the while the dog's like, shut up, Delcy, shut up. Don't you tell Delcy to shut up. Oh, thanks, Chris. That was a a lot of fun. That was was good fun. That was a lot of fun. That's one of our, like, it should have um, uh, music playing under the whole thing that's like. (laughs) (laughs) I realised that we've done quite a lot of murders and deaths, like, in a row. And I was like. It's like the mood. Yeah, I wanted to do an X file, and this is a yeah. literal X file as well. Soon as it was a yeah, this is, like, this is like the fucking. This is the starting point. This is where it all. This is yeah. where it all happened. The only thing I wish is that Barney had lived a lot longer. Yeah. Like for some reason, I don't like the fact he died young. I like the idea of these two in the eighties and nineties going Still on the road together. Going, it was oh. aliens, and he's just like he's, yeah. Oh, she's she's inside, and he's standing outside like having a cigarette, just like. Well, the dark, the dark alternate timeline is that he survived the cerebral hemorrhage, but was wheelchair bound and couldn't talk. So he had to accompany her next, like on oh, stage. He just has to listen to it. He's just, and he's got a word board, and he just points out, "I was actually jerking off yeah. to any fans who come over and say, like, then, what you've been through." Another very moving episode of this. <laughs> yes, you can find us uh, on Patreon. That's right, we are on Patreon now. It's Patreon.com/slash Mystery on the Rocks. Um, it's through you kind, lovely Patreons that we can keep this podcast afloat. Uh, we can keep going. Um, so thanks very much for doing that. If you're not a Patreon already, jump on that shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Patreon.com forward slash mystery on the rocks. Mystery on the rocks, that's the one. Absolutely. You guys are like gigging now, aren't you? Which is crazy. Yeah, gigs and that. Yeah, bits yeah. of yeah. Yeah, drips and drabs. Drips and drabs. For, for now. Where can we find <laughs> out about that stuff? Uh, Twitter and that. Yeah, Yeah, I'll probably put it on my social media when it happens. I mean, they're still not happening at the frequency they used to when the world was normal. No. um, (laughs) You know. But, yeah. It's getting there, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, shall we say goodbye? Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.